0: Hello and welcome to the Safety Third podcast. Today, his first appearance since the Joe <laughs> Rogan podcast. Wow, what a special edition! It's welcome, Michael Vsauce. How are you guys doing? It's great to be here. Okay. Look at this.
1: Yeah, okay. come on. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> <It's> haven't. <dissolved. laughs> I don't think I've been on a podcast <laughs> since Joe Rogan. Was it that bad of an experience? <laughs> no, it was a great experience. But um, I, I honestly don't know why I haven't done it. But you, you reached out. And I think
0: I ignored you the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. I'm used to some it. Will's persistent. That's how I act. I just uh, assumed that I you went and watch some me. of
2: them. Yeah, and then you were like, absolutely, I want nothing to do
0: with that. Yeah, you,
2: and you,
1: you asked it again. You were persistent, mm-hmm. and finally, I said yes, and here I am.
2: It worked. Have you seen
1: the podcast before? I have. I saw the episode with Tom Scott. Okay, okay. and so that gave me a taste of like, what am I getting into? Yeah. And what was uh, it?
0: As, what, do you think it's going to be bad? Oh, it's going to be
1: bad. Yeah. <laughs> this episode in particular is going to be bad.
0: I think that we're like so we're slowly getting they're getting worse and worse and worse over time for different reasons. It's I'm proud of it actually. It's kind of one you of the goals. You think so? Well, I mean, yes. What do you guys think? I think we care less. Not I think we that. used to care more and now we care maybe that makes it better.
2: The problem is we're we're running a very we have to exist on a very thin line cuz someone someone one of the comments said if we get any better, we'll be worse. That's true. But if we get any worse, we'll be worse. So we have to- We don't want them to expect We can only exist in a very narrow band.
0: It's like holding the microphones. Like we (laughs) we can't, that's why we can't get the stands. Because it looks like- Yeah, that's right.
3: It'd be too good. you you start to get like an
1: ego or something. You get too good and you can't go back. No. I've started doing a lot of short videos and I feel the same way. I'll do some that I put a lot of time into and I love them and and people love them. And then I go, my next one has to be crappy. Because otherwise, (laughs) Yeah. I'm never going to be yes. able to go back. And it's going to start taking me eight months to make a short video.
3: That's like how the second channel thing starts. It's like, I need a channel to make my crappy videos. And then you have Vsauce 2. And then you're like, oh, no, now these are too good. I oh, need wait, to- that's not I how mean, that works. I mean, I mean, I mean, so Vsauce 2 is actually not a second channel.
1: <laughs> well, it was a second <laughs> it channel was? first. Wait, yeah. really? Yeah, Vsauce began as a video game comedy yeah. channel. And then I wanted to do stuff that was video games. Yeah, you want to break games. out. I wanted to do, you know, how big can a hole be? And... Um, you know, human world records and stuff, and Mm. so I put those on Vsauce too because they weren't about gaming. And I thought, well, the audience will be really mad that I'm not doing video game comedy. You can't like mix niches. Mm, And I was working with Kevin. Um, he was literally making funny video game comedy that I was buying from him to put on Vsauce. And the audience was like, "Who's this guy? We want regular." We stuff. hate this guy. Give we it hate it the mic this guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. And so I said, Kevin, why don't you take the Vsauce 2 channel? Because then you can cultivate your own mm. style, your own audience. Mm. And then I was on Vsauce. And then we said, well, gosh, now we're kind of doing a thing where we start new channels. So we made Vsauce 3. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And I was working with Jake in New York. He was helping me edit Vsauce videos. And I said, do you want a channel? And he was like, she's <laughs> ah. giving them out. <laughs> gonna, and I was just, just handing them out. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's how it happened. But yeah, it's the second channel effect. Uh, Ding was that way for me. I was like, mm. I have this video, it's really neat, but it's not existentially absurd and deep enough to be a Vsauce video. Yeah. So mm. I'll put it on Ding. And a lot of people in my life were like, you should be putting these Ding videos on Vsauce. There's more subscribers there. And right. I'm like, but it's a different show. Mm-hmm. Ding episodes are unscripted.
0: Mm, the camera really?
1: just rolls and I just say what I know. Yeah, I Thanks. feel like you kind of so want you- like
0: a consistent expectation where it's like you go to a channel and you kind of get exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Like. We were. Um, I was talking to. Uh, I, I can't remember who. I may have been like a YouTube liaison or something, and they were talking about podcasts. Like, oh, like who? who oh puts yeah, their, I saw that. Yeah, 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 who, yeah. who puts their yep. podcasts on their main channel? And I was just like, do I that. would never, no. ever ever, ever put a podcast on the main channel because it's not what people are expecting. I feel like you get like one or two types of content on a
3: channel, yeah. otherwise it starts to feel kind of cluttered.
1: Yeah, look, I blame YouTube for calling them channels. Mm. Yeah. Because then the whole industry starts to think it's like a TV channel mm-hmm. where you'll have different shows with different hosts, but they're not channels, they're mm. shows. If, if you put your podcast on your main channel, you would have main channel videos yeah. with their viewership. Your podcast would probably have less because yeah. it's different. And now the algorithm learns that every time you upload, yeah. people aren't necessarily going to click. So let's yeah. stop promoting them. Mm. You hurt yourself.
0: So do would, you think shorts has been like a nice, you, you, it sounds like you've been enjoying making Now that
1: they've got them separated yes. enough from yeah, longs. Like, like yeah, it, oh. it took a year. It took so long. Yeah. I would put a short up and all the comments would be, I was tricked. I thought this was a new Vsauce upload, but it was actually a short video. And they went, a crappy oh. short video. But, but I knew that if I put that same video on Instagram or Twitter, people yeah. would love it. Yep. And so I'm like, well, YouTube is the place where I'm going to upload every eight months
0: because otherwise, uh, it won't be the right show. So what have you been doing on shorts? Like just whatever, you, whatever kind of weird idea you think doesn't fit into a video, or after
1: you know, years of writing really long scripts, Mm. I've got so many little clippings that didn't make it in Mm -hmm. that I'm just pulling them all out. Uh, And I'm going, well, this is a short. And I just keep saving all these little bits that I'm like, I'll put those in the next video. And then I don't. And so now I'm like, I have a way to use these. For example, I did the short recently about the earliest born person we have a photograph of. That was going to be in the selfie video, except it's not a selfie. The, the photo mm. of the earliest born person. It's not a selfie. So I cut it. Right. And, and I'm like, I'll use that when I do a philosophy of, Im- of images video someday.
0: And it always just felt like you were trying to shove it in somewhere. It didn't quite I tried belong. to shove things. Yeah. And
1: now, now I have a place where I can just do a yeah. quick thing. When the minute's over, it's done. I don't need to have some greater... Thesis, I can just share the knowledge. Now you can publish that uh, part of the x ray video that you cut me out of. Yes. (laughs)
3: Yes, But you gotta make
1: sure you keep (laughs) your short quality bad.
2: Yes. Because otherwise. I I messed up on that. Yeah, you definitely messed up. You
1: messed up. You gotta.
2: (laughs) I put too much
1: effort in. I've got a lot of just toys where it's like fun for 10 seconds Mm. to watch how it works. And I need to make sure that I can always have a place for those, that my shorts don't become
2: giant scripted researched things as well yeah that's what the longs are for to be fair with the shorts are so they're so short you can't put that much effort in one look who's talking what i don't put it's still compared to the long ones they're not even remotely like the same you make like the nicest shorts of all the people on the internet well they'll take like oh thank you first of all thank you very much (laughs) you (laughs)
3: You have to like reshoot your shorts
2: multiple times because it's like not perfectly aligned with the camera it's rare that i'll have to reshoot sometimes i go back to the b-rolls like bad um, but no, it takes like I, I've done a like I, I can do a short. The quiz I've done was in like three hours. Like from well, start yeah, to they're easy.
0: I think I filmed a main in, channel video in three hours years ago. I could never do that yeah. again. I, oh, yeah, that oh my feeling. gosh!
1: If you look at, I, I did a video about why animals don't have wheels, and I filmed <laughs> that in a room with a little like not even a phone camera, but one of those like transitional cameras they had that were pocket cameras. Oh, yeah, and, oh, like a flip and I put it on a cam, music stand, yeah. and I just sat there in this echoey room i was sweaty it, i was it wasn't lit i
0: was just lit by the fluorescence yeah i think that makes it better though and that was the whole video and people
1: loved it now i feel like everything needs to be so much more perfect yeah however shorts don't have to be i i get your perfectionism yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but i've spent a lot of time watching shorts lately and some of them are so badly produced but it doesn't bother me actually yeah. and i'm like i could have terrible cuts and have it in too soon and like it's still
2: fine oh yeah i totally i do totally agree with that
0: because your your the first videos on your channel are like just sort of almost in the short spirit like yeah some right. really early stuff it's actually really funny going to your early you years. can yeah. you
1: can learn a lot about the history of just internet audiences in general 10 years ago i could do a five minute video that was just the 20 craziest disney princess pictures yeah And people had nowhere else to find crazy Mm. Disney princess pictures. And so they would watch a YouTube video of me counting them down. And now there's so many other social platforms Mm. to share images that that's no longer a show that would... I would do.
0: So do you think it's like you, like people, like why do you think people watch videos? They're sort of curious for information or they want to be entertained or they're, they're bored. Like, you know, because back in the day, like the princesses would be like, oh, here's some new information or here, is it, is it Michael? Like I want to watch Michael or is it kind of, like, like what do you think is, is like changing over time that makes it feel like the videos have to get more complicated?
1: Oh, I think that people want to express who they are and they watch content to learn how to do that. They say, give me the tools, give me the things to say and to notice and to think that allow me to figure out who I am and then express that. So when I learn these cool facts and these cool words, now I can bring that up with my friends and I can think in that same way. And that's how I want to think. And maybe they don't want to think that way. And they hate what I say. Perfect. That's still part of their identity. I'm giving them fuel to become who they are.
0: That's yeah. really, that's, I think, probably the most interesting take I've ever heard on that because it, it makes sense, too, when you see, like, like someone will bring up a topic and you're just like, I swear to God, I just, I think I saw something about that somewhere just, like, yesterday, and it kind of almost, like, you yes, get these, like, I, wells of, I like... I see
3: that on Reddit all the time. Yeah, and you
0: can see, like, the Google search trends of, like, like yeah. a topic will pop up somewhere, like, organically. It'll catch a bunch of people's interest, and then all of a sudden, everyone is talking about that topic, and you're like, I saw that yesterday. Like, it, it just creates this, like, these pockets of... Like, just for no reason, this information just becomes relevant, and people are like talking about it because it's this new thing that they found. That's right.
3: I'll see it, like, multiple steps removed, too. So, like, Tom Scott just did this video on the parasitoid wasps. Yeah. And so if you, like, go to a, the Wikipedia page to learn about that wasp, there will be, like, some fact about some, like, other parasite wasp, like, and disaster. someone else will. And then somebody, like, reads that article, posts it to Reddit, and they're like, oh, I see, you've seen the Tom Scott video. Right. So it's like everybody kind of follows the
0: same path. Like, that, that Wikipedia article got a huge boost, and yeah. then that got people finding a little bit of relevant information that was interesting enough to share. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever done, like, the Wikipedia challenge where you try to get from, like, Something horrible to, to Jesus Christ. Okay. I, I love that. Or just from a AL random Hitler. page
1: to another, yeah, to another random page. Yeah, like what well, you have two. I don't know how the rules. There's different ways to play it. Yeah, but yeah. I would play it by having two people hit random page, and then you try to get to each other's pages as quickly oh, as possible. Oh, oh, that's good, good too. It's just it's a very simple way that's random. Um, Are you allowed to go back? What do you mean? If back? You, like if you click on something, yeah. can you go back? You can go back. You can go back. Yeah, okay. you just can't leave Wikipedia. Right. Okay. Okay. And um. I love the fact that I think every page initially, or, or not initially, but eventually leads back to philosophy. Mm. If you just cl- mm. keep clicking links, eventually it gets so broad that you just wind up hitting philosophy. Mm. Have you seen this?
0: Uh-uh. There's no. a name
1: for this effect. It's called like the philosophy, it's like the seven step effect. It's like you hit the yeah. first link and on every Wikipedia page. or something. Right, you'll, you'll go from chocolate to Germany to nation state to nation to politics to, Culture to philosophy, uh, you know, it just keeps getting, just keeps getting broad, more and broad. more broad, and you always end up with philosophy. things that we think but cannot prove.
0: Yeah. That's, that's interesting. How do you, so when you're, when you're searching for ideas, cause you're kind of, you feel like sort of the, the origin point of some of these like weird things where it's like, where did somebody find that? And it's like, well, they saw something on Reddit and that led them to go onto Wikipedia to look it up. And then that led them to something else. Like, do you just like go down rabbit holes online to find everything that you talk about? Cause like you talk about some weird ass shit. Yeah, that, and that's, that's by
1: design. If I see something on Reddit, I know I can never make a video about mm. it because I want to initiate the conversation I will lately, I just kind of have thoughts about stuff. Like, I'll watch a prisoner being escorted to court, and I'm like, look at all the police officers around them to protect mm. them from the public. Yeah. We're protecting these people that we are ultimately going to sentence. Right. And what is that? Or, yeah, so I, I, I'll, I'll try to hmm. find a, a, the psychology and the terminology and taxonomy behind something that seems wrong, almost. Or not seems wrong, it like just seems unexplored. Yeah. As soon as I see a Twitter thread about a topic, I cross it off the list of things mm. I'm going to talk about. Yeah.
0: So do you consume a lot of content, like yeah. just like reading, watching everything?
1: Yeah, I think it's like breathing in and out. Sometimes yeah. you're expressing and creating, and other times you need to just be consuming. And then after. Five months of that, you might go, hey, these are all related.
3: Yeah, you can find out a way to kind of connect everything that you've been reading and researching into one kind of idea. That's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember there was like a, uh, it was like an AI that was trained on research articles that was trying to sort of like correlate different conclusions and it was sort of like predicting things that could be invented in the future like by just like creating like this giant mesh network of ideas that you know here is like something about you know some nerve research and then here is something about some like mechanical research and it's like it would take almost like a miracle for a human to connect the dots between the two where it's like it's it fundamentally like they could be linked but like somebody would have to have like because i've always thought about you know uh if you're doing engineering great you're an engineer. If you're doing medical stuff, you know you're a, a doctor or someone in the medical field. How do you make medical devices? Who's the guy that's like a doctor and an engineer who's like oh, joining yeah. the the these dots together to create? People do that. That's no, like, I know they do it, yeah. but like you see what I'm saying? Where it's like even on, on YouTube, it's kind of yeah. it's like you have to know how to make videos, and you know have to yeah. you know you have to know how to like find you know and understand topics to communicate. Yeah, to them. and
1: it's very collaborative yeah. because things have become so big now yes no one person can be like hey look at this yellow rock i found yeah. i just discovered an element now <laughs> it takes billions of dollars yeah. and years of of people from different universities working yeah. together to discover a new thing
0: yeah like how often are, does somebody like invent something nowadays like a garage inventor i mean well,
2: invent the event something useful is probably, well i mean that's sick. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i wanted to go
1: back to shorts because we've been using the word shorts to describe short videos, is that or is there an agreed upon name for
0: TikToks, Reels, YouTube Shorts? I feel short like short form, yeah. short form, where it's like it's it's not short; it's just a piece of content that's packaged in a shorter duration.
1: Yeah, they're all also vertical. Yeah, yeah.
0: Which isn't actually the worst thing ever. Yeah, for a know, while you get crucified. I
1: know. Well, Remember when yeah, vertical video was thing. terrible? It, it Yeah, looks better.
0: People Ver- were like, "Oops, you you fucked up." Yeah, <laughs> people would like. <laughs> send, post- <laughs> yeah, they get really nasty <laughs> on vertical. And
1: videos. now it's it's totally embraced. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And it actually works. It, there's something weird about like the format of like the the vertical video and the time duration that like almost allows a completely different type of content. Yeah, because. You know, you seem like... Uh, I just watched... There's this There's this guy on YouTube, uh, Defunct Land, Kevin Perger is his name. And he does these, like, just bizarre, like, Disney kind of documentaries. And he just did one on the Disney Channel, like, the, the theme. Right, yeah. And, uh, like, where did it come from? Who even knows it? And apparently a lot of people couldn't even remember what the actual theme was. But when you listen to it, you're like, oh, my God, that's the, you know, the Disney Channel theme. And uh, he was basically like exploring it through the transition from a uh, 4-3 to 16-9 hmm. and you you kind of get to witness the he kind of brought attention to the fact that they had to strategically Make yeah. the 16.9 also work on four three, yep. which is your old tube TVs. Yep, and so it kind of like thinking, thinking at like what they had to do then, and then once sixty nine HD became more standard, then they could start taking up the entire frame. And so when you start looking at you know YouTube videos sixty nine versus shorts or TikToks that are vertical, it's like. You don't think about it, but, like, you can show things differently. Like, you can explore concepts in a way. Like, you know when you're trying to make a thumbnail for a video and it's, like, something just is – it's too, like, tall? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, how do I – You have to, like, walk back. Right. And it's, like, too too small. (laughs) Right. And so it's, like, 69 lets you sort of show things that are taller than – like, it's weird.
2: It's so weird. Yeah, I see the difference when I'm trying to do – I mean, anything that is, like, a tool. Like, some of my setups, like, if I do, like, a a filtration or something, it's It's all – It's tall. It's tall. And it just – empty screen yeah. for the rest of it so like for a lot of the shorts even things where it's like if i held a hammer out or something i liked in the shorts because you could punch in really close whereas like kevin said with it 16 by 9 you have to go far yeah. back and then there's just nothing there's nothing there's oh just yeah nothing. a tall like titration setup yes. is
1: going to be a line in yeah. the middle of a huge rectangle yeah, yeah
2: exactly if you do and titration, thumbnails, i've noticed that
1: with thumbnails for my selfie yeah. video i the whole time i knew the cell the thumbnail should be the chimpanzee looking at its reflection in the lake but trying to fit that into a sixteen by nine thumbnail, yeah. it was too close, yeah. and you couldn't see that it was a reflection. And so, it drastically changes the conversation
0: mm. you can have. You look like like movie posters. Movie posters are basically vertical yeah. video, and it's like, why do they do that? It probably does a like my thought right now is it does a better job of presenting people because people are nat- vertical and they are we wide. stand. Yeah. So I feel like short form content like lets you kind of like view people in a different way than 69. Content. That's right. I think there's a lot more psychology about it too. Like when I, you see a four thirds
3: video, what do you think?
0: Nostalgia. It's,
3: yeah. It's like older. Yeah. Right. And then you see a, uh, like, what do you think kids are thinking today that grow up on like their cell phone and it's they like see vertical stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then like horizontal video is kind of going to be like more, I don't know, like higher production value yeah. and everybody has a phone. And so you're used to seeing like these personal yeah. videos where people kind of film vertically. So I think it might be a little bit, cause
0: what do movies do? You're they just like, yeah. they do the other thing, right? They oh go, yeah, they yeah. They're so the super, way. super
3: skinny sometimes. Because yeah. it's
0: like, what does that mean? Like, super wide. It's more epic, like, because that's the. Like, that's, oh, a, yeah, that's yeah. what you it's feel, like, right? Yeah, they really narrow. The
1: those. medium is the message. You're saying stuff, and what you, what do you mean? Will change when you change the aspect ratio, the medium. But yeah, I wonder if kids will in the future look at like my home videos that I shot landscape and they'll go, ah, oh, this is old. <laughs> in the same way yeah. we see black and white home videos and think this is old, or the, the camcorder look. Yeah. That aesthetic, that will be the landscape uh effect on on the new generations. Yeah.
0: Man, I wonder, like, have you thought about that at all when you're making the shorts? Or are you just sort of treating it like a an Instagram story, or are you just sort of taking kind of your similar similar. have
1: process. I thought about what the the fact that it's vertical and that's yeah, different yeah
0: like how are you how do you kind of embrace that versus a normal video
1: well yeah it changes how everything gets framed and how much of my body is in the shot and if I want to repurpose old landscape 16 by 9 clips to shorts I have to put more work into it because i don't want to just crop in because my face winds up being way too big yeah and (laughs) i actually i heard something really interesting from kevin lieber over at vsauce2 and he said that he'd been repurposing clips on tiktok and that the worse it was cropped and repurposed the better it did really so if he had like a professional go in and optimize for vertical it looked too polished it looked like I'm supposed to see this cause like a brand yeah, made it, yeah, yeah, yeah. but if someone literally just records. It looks like
3: they found it or something. It, they
1: found it, which means if a, if a person takes their phone vertically and records their screen playing a video, now it looks like a normal person has curated this. It's mm-hmm. past that gate of, is this worth posting? Yeah, It's not being posted by someone who wants me to see yes. it cause it's their job. Just some fan knew that this was worth preserving
0: and sharing. Yeah. Have you seen who did that? Was salad the fingers. Who's salad? Who? What's his name? Salad fingers. Was that tweet from the guy that made salad yeah, fingers? Yeah, uh, David Firth. Did he say something about this? So David yeah. Firth it's, posted it's on perfect. Twitter. He, uh, I think it was David Firth. He dubbed over some of the like during the like like Prince Charles like during the whole Queen death and everything. He like dubbed over some of the clips with a, a voice to make it sound like uh, it's Charles, right? King Charles. I, I can't remember the new king. The new king. Yeah. yeah, to make it sound like he was talking, and he. Post it post it as like I did this just doesn't do well. It got like 3,000 likes or something. Yeah. Then he reposts like the same thing or does like a slightly different version. And it's like, I, I can't believe they've done this. Or it's so like, I can't believe someone did this.
3: Yeah. You, and it's you like, you have to find who made this. It,
0: like it just explodes Like hundreds yeah, of thousands yeah, like of likes, hundreds, thousands, and likes and like millions of views. And you're sitting there thinking like, oh my God, like nobody wants to see something that you did. Yeah. <laughs> they want to see something that you found. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like already passed some kind of filter. Yeah. <laughs> was it you who posted the Animal Kingdom thing? Maybe. Which one was it? About how long ago? It oh, must not have been you. Maybe not. Now I'm <laughs> embarrassing myself as no, that's not a okay. true fan. I, just, <laughs> but, um, I post something about smoking crack at Disney World. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, there's, um, there's this famous <laughs> bit. It's been around for a long time. I featured it on an episode of IMG 10 years ago uh, where at... At the Animal Kingdom like theme park, there's an Animal Kingdom sign. But if you stand with oh, your anal head kingdom. in the right place, I it says I think that was
0: Anal Kingdom. It was like Drew or Drew Gooden or Eddie Burback, Yeah, I think It was it was, it. Eddie. it was Eddie. That's it. Yeah.
1: And yeah, he shared that photo as like, here's, you know, me yeah, and whatever. Animal Kingdom. And and people were like, ha ha, ha. it says anal kingdom. Yeah. How funny. But then some aggregate uh, account. It was either like lad Bible or something. Mm, they yeah. shared it. Like look what this guy accidentally did. Oh my God. And it got super so viral. Everyone
0: thinks that they realized the joke themselves as opposed to somebody forcing the joke upon them. Yeah. And if you share it as look what I did. Yeah. Then it's like you intended this
1: yeah. uh, but if it was accidental and who knows who made it then <laughs> yeah. it's a discovery that the audience has I made rare uh, so like this meme. this has been around forever uh, yeah. uh, n- n- even before the internet but I've noticed this on reddit mm. all the time people never seem to share hey here's this artwork that I made no, it's always no. my uncle makes yeah. art and this yes. is his newest one and, and, and he
2: doesn't think he's good
1: and he doesn't think he's good oh, that that yeah. helps I put you over the edge.
2: I think what it is like if I, it just, it adds an extra layer to the story of the art, right? You know, it's even like, I, I think the whole story of like, for example, like, why is the Mona Lisa so famous? It's because I'm pretty sure most of it's because it was stolen multiple times, not specifically ju- like, why is, why isn't his other paintings just as famous? But there's, I don't know if you know the whole story of the Mona Lisa, like it was in the Louvre and it just disappeared. Someone stole it. And then it, they found it somewhere. I'm thinking it was, it was, it went missing multiple times. I'm pretty sure. So then it, it just built up this big mystery around it. And now it's valuable because it why are people out right, right now? Like you're talking about it because it's got like – No, because they shove it, it on your
0: throat and you're a kid. Well, like, yeah. hey, kids, you like paintings? Here's the Mona Lisa. No, but I'm, it,
2: there's a whole story that's not even just about like the guy who yeah. painted it or the painting itself, what it represents It has like a history that's interesting. It's Yeah, so it's almost this, a larger version of, yeah, my, this is my uncle's painting and he doesn't think he's good. It's like there's a story to talk about. I can share it to Will going, hey, check out this painting. This I guy like, doesn't even think he's like, good. Oh, it's okay. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't share, hey, look at this guy's painting. Who it just it doesn't feel as shareable and t- yeah. like there's no story to share about it. I feel like those content aggregators
3: kind of nullify that whole phenomenon though. Like when <laughs> I see something on one of those, like, you know, lad Bible, I'm like, I don't even care. Yeah, but, uh, I, but Kevin, who
2: who are the people who go and subscribe to that? Not me. Exactly. <laughs> Do you have a lot of Do you have any issues with
0: your stuff being ripped by uh, content aggregators? No,
1: I, I I don't have any problem with it um, because, in a way, that's how we
0: like they, they talk don't about do it to content. you or you don't care when they do it. What do you mean? Sorry, like again. so they, they do take stuff, but you don't care. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same
1: here. I really don't mind. I think that if you mind, you kind of old fashioned like the there there is a line that can be crossed mm. when it becomes freebooting and right. it's like yeah. this is different but when people repurpose my content because they appreciated a, a short piece oh, of yeah, it yeah, yeah. Right. or they wanted to change it up like you know that's that. that's part of the culture um i think on the same topic of the mona lisa and all of that mm. there's also a similar thing going on with the ads that say stuff like This mom discovered a Uh, way to whiten your teeth. Uh, And doctors are mad. It's a weird
3: plant in her hand. (laughs) It was was
1: bleach. There's something going on there where you can sell a product and develop trust really well if it's just a nobody that discovered it. And I've thought a lot about why that is. And in a related sense, I've thought about. I'm pretty sure this was you. You shared an article written about Fine, you, but it they didn't call just, you oh, this your guy. name. This You're just guy. a guy. Or yeah. A yeah, 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 this guy. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, if it said YouTuber William Osmond yeah. does blah blah blah, <laughs> people guy. would go, "I don't know who that is." Yeah. But if it says a guy did this, they go, "Oh, Ooh. that's like me." Yeah. yeah, I'm a person too. Yeah. So that's interesting. it's, it's I, I sent such with, an
2: angry email to them. Yeah. But <laughs> a, now it
1: kind of makes sense
3: yeah.
2: a little bit. right? If,
0: but that's what's frustrating. Cause like you can, I couldn't even, I can't even get verified on Twitter. No, I don't want it anymore. Don't give me it. Uh, I can't even, I couldn't even get verified on Twitter mm. cause no one's writing articles about me because they don't, they can't use the name because the name means nothing. Yeah. And so no one's like, they're talking about the work. But they're not talking about me, and oh, so I'm yeah. not, you know.
1: Like if you have you know a manager or an agent, like a big part of their job would be to make sure that you're not called a guy yeah. or
0: YouTuber yeah.
1: William Bubble, mm, but instead it's... it should just be William Osmond. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because that's what Hollywood actors get. They've never been in a film before, and they get covered in the media with their name. <laughs> this yeah. guy starred in Mission Impossible. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, I guess I'm supposed to know this person. Yeah. But if you if you append something to it like YouTuber, then it's telling the audience you don't know who they are. Yeah, right. um, I think a lot of really successful YouTubers understand that and take advantage of it. Um, like Mark Rober, he still yeah. to this day is considered former NASA <laughs> engineer. Yeah. Yeah. And he's Mark Rober. This guy's on Kimmel like right. every night. Right. <laughs> he's huge. Yeah. But yet by being a former NASA engineer or JPL or whatever, that helps make it clear that he's risen above the gatekeepers yeah he's the mom who discovered a secret and a mom <laughs> who discovered a secret she'd be stopped yeah. so what she discovered must have been huge
0: yeah oh. it kind of feels like they're not trying to force it upon you when it's the mom it's like this mom found something not we made they're, something to sell you
2: that's right it's i don't need to be as suspicious
0: yeah. yeah
2: yeah and i think that like for some reason in my head it being a mom It's like she's not affiliated with any of these big companies. So maybe she's found something real, like something that no one has seen before. You know what I mean? She's not afraid to sell the secret. It's like, you know? Yeah, she's so separated from everything else. She has the real secret. And there's trust to it. I I wonder
1: if any of it is that the big companies can get by the regulators Mm. because they're so big, but a mom couldn't. So if she's making headlines, then she has done something that is un unstoppably good yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. because a little person would have been stopped yeah and it's the same with a guy built this thing or a former nasa employee did a thing you go oh this is important if you tell their name or their occupation
0: now it's like promotional
1: yeah right which is bad yeah now by reading this i'm I'm helping them rather than myself.
0: Yeah, Reddit's notorious for that. Like, like, Reddit loves finding new people. I think it's like, I remember Simone talking about this, something like that. Like, they love finding someone that nobody's watching, but the instant people are watching them, then it's like, this person's trash. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's a roller coaster. It is. So, it's, not, it's not a fun roller coaster. Because you sit there like, I've just been doing the same thing I've always been doing. Yeah.
1: Like Keanu Reeves must just be full of anxiety. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like they're holding uh, the king up
0: just so they can slam yeah. him into the, the ground. The second he
1: becomes too mainstream people on facebook start liking him reddit will go uh no actually um yeah i'm really into this person now he's our hero now yeah.
0: the new one yeah
1: brendan Fraser. i think oh I yeah. i think actually it's
3: coming around and people like unironically like Nicolas cage now
0: well i mean there's nothing wrong with that like, you, you can't, <laughs> even tell that you can't a, see here, it but, the but the there's pillow. a Nicolas cage pillow on the couch <laughs> this isn't my handiwork i turned him into a luchador here wait do you want to unscrape the luchador or i'll do it where, where, where did, what is this? Where did you find this? This is a. That belongs to
1: Jake Roper. It does. When he moved to New York, he took all of his stuff except for that. So I see that as kind of a gift. A gift, a memory. All right, ready? Can you see this, Ian? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Isn't that the greatest thing ever? It's beautiful. <laughs>
3: i think yeah people just appreciate it's not that he was bad before people it's not that they, they didn't like him but now the style of video is like oh yeah i get it
0: national treasure is a great movie it is a great i movie. actually really like what national it, treasure is like, what about is, ghost rider ghost riders i think it's okay too it's all i i don't think if, i mean maybe he's got some bad movies but like honestly i don't think i th- I, I like that ghost i think he's yeah. you know he's I think got it's just his like the style of yeah. movie is a little bit
3: campy sometimes yeah but, but that's
1: that's what i know you know yeah. he definitely into. has some good movies yeah
0: I don't know if people get. Something. I didn't
1: like Ghost Rider. I saw it in theaters with some friends, <laughs> and we were so disappointed that we pulled one of those "Let's go into another theater and not pay" oh, moves, yes. which broke you see the that? law. We saw a wonderful movie that we loved, the Reno Nine One One movie.
0: Oh, that's oh. Good. that was so good. good. That movie. We were very yeah. happy. <laughs> I, I I may have just been very young when I saw Ghost Rider. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember it being good, but I think I would pretty much just watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I think that's the problem.
0: So, what are your what are you uh, what are your plans for for YouTube? Because we were kind of looking at some of your videos, and it seems like you've got some eras. Like, oh, you know, interesting. You, you've got the Moon Men era, right? Because you don't use it anymore, do you? Uh, you know, I've been
1: using it more often lately i don't know if i've ever done a video where i didn't use it that's actually a really interesting question
0: because the meme is sort of like you know right at the beginning of the video you sort of pop up yeah movement's yeah. playing you say the thing and then the video sort of starts because I think there's like, I and I, I was going and looking through some of your videos, and you don't do that every single time, but for some reason that kind of has become like the the Vsauce thing. Also, Moonman, should we play a second of Moonman? let's play a second of Moonman. Yeah, Moonman by Jake Chudno, which I never
1: called it Moonman. I called it 130. Really? Which is what the file was called that he gave me. Oh, ah. interesting. So even to this day, when I put the music in, I search 130, and that's 130.mp3. <laughs> It's, it's such a, where's this music from? It's, it was made by my friend, Jake Chudno, who Mm. I worked with at next new networks and we sat next to each other and he's a musician, he's a composer. And he was like, well, I've got all these songs I made in college. Like why don't you use them? And I love moon men because it's got that kind of poppiness to it. And you can put that underneath anything and it almost always syncs up with interesting moments. Yeah. Mm. I don't have to work very hard to make the, the timing, beats happen yeah. when interesting stuff happens. It's so maybe it's synced with the way on. I talk, but it just fits. Mm. Yeah. And I'll put it in, I'll have the, the big note start right when I've asked a big question, you know, or is it? Are people getting hotter? And, and then- <laughs> Or am I getting Or, or am I getting colder? <laughs> and oh. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> it just fits with my manner of speaking where every time I've got another question or another weird thought just, or an eyebrow raise, it does another like boom. Yeah. And yeah. so I love that. Now he's in London now and I was just hanging out with him back in August and yeah, his music is, is phenomenal. And so I'm so indebted to him for,
2: um, allow la- like being part of my journey. So I've, I find that very interesting how it's like, you just happen to know him. And then he had this music, and then it becomes such an integral part of like what Will was saying. It's kind of like ingrained, yeah. Like when I think of your videos, it's exactly that. Like you pop up, the music's playing, and it's like it's it's so ingrained in what you built your channel into. But it was just random at it's, the beginning. It's become like kind a of. part of meme culture. It has, like, people put that music over yeah. other things.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Just uh, Marquez yeah. Brownlee used it like two days ago, yeah. <laughs> like in, in a video. It's unfortunately, it's it's not Moonman. <laughs> it's it's the Vsauce yeah. thing. Yeah, V-Sauce. right. Well, you know <laughs> what? We uh, we actually pressed a little vinyl of it because mm. Moonman was not a standalone song. It was part of this whole album that Jake Chudno made, and mm. Moonman was one of the songs. Are you selling the vinyl by the way? I've got some that I can give you. Yeah, I would, I would very much. How many one. do you have? Uh, I have enough for you guys. Okay. It was a limited edition run okay. that we used oh to raise God. money for the Alzheimer's Association, and um, yeah. So he he made this like, mm. I don't know what you would call it. It's a kind of opera about the Apollo Eleven mission, and Moonman is one of the songs. Oh, um, that so makes sense. yeah, yeah um, it, but yeah, it was just completely. Unintentional that it would become so ingrained. And yeah, I've used it a lot more lately. I think I went through a period of using a lot of music from Audio Network, which is great. But man, people really wanted on the Vsauce show, they wanted that music. The thing, yeah. And <laughs> I get it.
0: Yeah. Do you, how do you feel about people sort of like... Uh, um, like the memes about it. Cause I've done a couple of them too, or it's like just, it's like taking exactly what you're doing and just doing something weird with it. Yeah,
1: no, I love it. I love it. Cause I, I feel like, especially today when you make art, you don't own it, you know? Yeah. I mean, you deserve to profit from it, but it's now part of a conversation that everyone should be able to have. And so, when i see you know marquez using it uh, he did it in this brilliant way where he wrote a whole he, he's had this whole speech about how no one's going to actually listen to ai scripted videos or will they yeah. this whole video was <laughs> written by ai uh, yeah. and that's when moonman k- kicks in yeah. <laughs> and i'm like i love this and i i, I feel so awesome for jake chudno because yeah. his song has become an invitation to think
0: yes yeah yeah it's sort of like questioning reality yeah that's what moon Man is yeah it's like like something confusing that you perceive a certain way because like i don't even remember what i did but it was like i think i did it like once or twice and it was just kind of like you know it was like something about this but what about that and it's just like you're just sort of going through this like <laughs> weird like thought process and then it's like <laughs> it just, oh it's so it's so good i feel like yeah, it, it's one of my favorite yeah. i think like kind of video uh meme. all of all of his music is is phenomenal and i
1: uh i think starting with um did people used to look older in that video i went back to only using his songs and in the selfie video i only used his songs is it old stuff or new stuff too it's it's all well it's a mix actually because he's made a few new tracks and I actually I brought him on to do the theme for Mindfield, mm-hmm. and he's not a full time composer though. He's like a bigwig at a place called Podimo, which is this Denmark based podcast subscription platform, huh. which is not very common in the US. Like paying money like you would for netflix but for yeah, podcasts really? yeah. but, yeah, I don't but think that allows them, them to fund <laughs> you know premiere um podcasts right like better stuff yeah, i don't want to say better but just the kind of stuff that you you need a lot of time like cereal oh you know, right like oh, where really? you're going like to do of
0: research and stuff a
1: bunch of research yeah. and you're only going to make one or two seasons it's not going to go on for years right so <clears throat> yeah he set up a cool room where he's composing and I hope to be out in London more often to work with him because I've got a dream of doing a long, it's basically a movie called From Nothing. And it just starts with me naked in the woods. (laughs) All of the music is just, it's completely um, scored by Jake Chudno. And I just find myself here. I have nothing, but I have nothing. And I need to discover the laws of the universe. So I drop rocks, I tie them to leaves to make pendulums. I build ramps. I, I I count, and and suddenly I'm learning about the conservation laws, and we go all the way to the principle of least action.
0: How soon into it do you make clothes, or it like the lowest priority? <laughs>
1: oh, I never make clothes. <laughs> yeah. This is a physics you're video, like you're not action yeah.
0: video. video. I'm naked like,
1: the whole video. Yeah. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be I incredible be really if, I, cool. if I put like years of my life into this, and I just put it on Pornhub? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes
0: that would i yeah. i would actually that i don't know if i would suggest doing that but that would be an amazing and movie. and it would be
1: it would be like such a wonderful movie to learn about physics but yet no school could ever use yeah. it you can't, yeah. you can't you can't
2: put it anywhere well, There are definitely someone would make a censored version
1: they would make a censored version right away in fact i've made censored versions um, there was an episode i think it's called will we ever reach other stars and some animators from a show ah what was it i forget the name but they animated me being naked in space and they gave me a little willy yeah and i got reached out to by a school that was like we love this episode but could you please (laughs) like censor that yeah could you you make it bigger (laughs) and so i actually i made a censored version for them that i shared unlisted uh for their school to use that's amazing
0: yeah what is what is
3: the principle of least action
1: I don't know if I'm familiar with that. The principle of least action is a, a way of describing a, a physics in our universe. So action is a, I, I, I'm not to, totally prepared to talk about this, okay. but if you take the, I think it's like the potential minus the kinetic energy of a system, it could be the other way around, that's called the action. Mm. And you'll notice that everything that happens minimizes the action. And so, if you want to know about the trajectory of a ball that's thrown in the air, you can use F equals MA, or you can use the principle of least action. In fact, if you take the principle of least action, you can derive F equals MA from it. Oh, interesting. So, the question is why does the universe minimize action? I don't mean action in terms of like, Things happening, I mean action in the sense of the difference between kinetic like and potential energy. energies. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's actually like anytime I do any sort of physics calculations, I really prefer to use energy over any like the kinematic. So
1: you mean like energy as opposed
0: to something like, like um, looking at like force and yeah, and, and, and right. Um, But you you need both. Yeah, you do need both. But it's sort of like, it's a little bit more pleasant to think about things in terms of energy.
3: Um, So is it like how a lot of things have kind of an activation energy? Like wood just doesn't spontaneously combust. You need to like take energy from the sun and turn it into like, use it to melt down some metal that makes sparks for a lighter to set it on fire. I don't think it's that
1: macroscopic. I think it's more like the behavior of mass in the universe will always... Satisfy this. And Richard Feynman has a great lecture where he makes it really kind of intuitive why it's the case by just you think about traveling from home to work. And he's like, there's no way to make that journey not minimize action. And uh, there's a fantastic book uh, called The Lazy Universe. And I spent a really long time on this video that is now going to be a movie (laughs) in my head. Someday (laughs) I hope to do it. But it went from like literally nothing to the principle of least action, which I should clarify for those watching, it's not just least, it's stationary because least action would be a minimum, but it could also just be a point where the the graph of action is like stationary. It might be lower somewhere else, but.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's like at this like, Meta state, so like it's a, a balance point. between yeah. yes. kinetic so, and potential.
1: So, so, like a pendulum would be. Every a time balance? I've said principle of least action, edit it to say principle of stationary action, uh, okay. and then I'll
0: really get some points with the physicist. like the, false the physicists. kind of thing. I don't know. So, it'd be I like, 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 I guess the idea is that even something that's like kind of doing something can have some combined state of different energies, but it's always at the same amount. Um, yeah, boy, it's been a couple of years
1: since I looked into this, but I, there's, um, a channel that I'm sure you guys are familiar with, Physics Videos by Eugene and then a last name I'm not remembering. You and he, he did a video on the, the principle of least action. And it sounds like almost philosophical, just as much as it, as it is like math. It is. And I think I think Up and Adam did a video about it too, kind of just describing that it's the case. And I worked, oh, I actually like, in YouTube comments talked to the creator of that video about like, but why is the uh, you know, formula written that way? And I wrote out this whole thing about uh, teaching it in this really intuitive way that was obvious and visual. And I remember one day I took Jake Roper into our conference room and I presented to him this video, like unscripted, but just kind of like, here's what it's gonna be. And it took six hours. <laughs> And I, that's when I realized this is not my next video. <laughs> but I need to make a video because it's been so long. So I just took out a little bit about the conservation of angular momentum and I made the Law and Causes video. Hmm. But that was literally like a couple of pages of this big you know, yeah. um, script that I'd been working on ever since Brain Candy Live started. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff I haven't done that I've written.
0: Is the guy's last name... Katagarsky Cut Cut or yeah, something. K- yeah. Mosfet. Yeah. K H U T O R Y A N S K Y. Yeah. And
1: he's a really nice guy who has really helped me. And his videos are phenomenal at helping explain these concepts. They're also weird because yeah, of like the animation the style. Yeah. And the voiceover is by this woman who has a very unique way of talking. But the pace and the visuals, I think, elucidate concepts like Lagrangians and the principle of stationary action in ways that are just –
0: no textbook had ever done for me. What's something that you were most confused on that watching one of these videos helped you understand better?
1: Well, I mean, that's a perfect example. Um, Trying to think of some other ones.
0: Has there there been any sort of, like, you know – topic that you sort of never really understood and then lots of them yeah (laughs) but so then when you like what was the most satisfying of like doing a a video coming up like like, you doing the research and you you like realize like oh my god I okay well
1: i don't want to give away everything that i hope to do in the future but (laughs) i spent a really long time trying to find the physical origin of torque Mm -hmm. okay we all know that like a crowbar a lever these things help make jobs easier and there's an easy formula for why you're trading force for distance yeah but how does the universe know you're doing that how does it know like whoa whoa whoa? he's using a lever guys he doesn't need to apply as much force and i was not satisfied with ideas about conservation laws or formulas because it didn't seem to explain what was happening mechanically and it took me a year before I found a paper and now I'm, I'm giving away what I hope to put in an episode but I found a paper called The Physical Origin of Torque and the argument made, which I have, have heard some people debate the argument is that it all hinges on the fact that stuff bends, yeah. that there's no perfectly rigid object. Right. And that was my problem. I had been trying to work through the formulas and what was happening molecule by molecule. But if you assume that forces travel instantaneously, you cannot, torque will not fall out. You have to allow things to not travel instantaneously, which obviously we know is, is true. Speed mm-hmm. of light is the is the speed limit. But once you allow things to bend, you can do the trigonometry of their angles and angular momentum falls out. So in the Laws and Causes video, I actually shot myself explaining all of this just by drawing on paper and it was like almost too long and I wanted I want to do it better justice. I want it to look better, so I didn't wind up putting that in the episode. Still do that as a kind of its own standalone. Yeah. I might do it as its own standalone. It might be part of from nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. <laughs> it might be standing alone naked in the woods explaining it. <laughs> Hopefully it is. <laughs> so what what like how many ideas do you have right now? Do you have like sort of infinite video ideas do you have like well I, I can imagine if you're doing a lot of research mm-hmm. which you you basically I think have to be doing to, to cover the topics you're covering you probably end up finding a lot of things that could be videos and and that's like along the way of maybe trying to figure out a different video yeah, yeah. how do you how how do you decide is it just whatever is most exciting to you because like that's how I do it. it's like I'll have an idea and then I'll come up with something else but actually I want to do this one right I just sort of do it lately
1: it's just been the pressure to make a video gets so immense that I can't keep learning. And mm-hmm. so I just write down everything from the last few months that I found cool and I go, "What's this video about?" <laughs> you know, like yeah. like did people used to look older? That was just a third mm. of a video I had been working on that I called the flattening. And it was about how access to information is changing our how we process reality. And People seeming to look older in the past was one part of it. There was another part about um, what I call the illusion of experiential depth, and there was another part about social media. And it just got so big that it was going to take all day to film, and it it would take me a year to edit. So I just took one piece of it. But I still have all this other stuff written, and now I really want to get a video out super soon. So I'm going back through everything I've written, and I'm going, all right, what's the title of a video that contains all of this? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that, What's the hardest part? Is it the title thumbnail? Um, or do you think you kind of get interested in a topic because you think there's kind of a weird question to ask? The, the title and
1: thumbnail should probably be coming first, but yeah. lately they've come last.
0: And it's like panic to figure out what it is. And that's, yeah. that's
1: tough. Um, it was much easier when I did videos that were just like, why don't animals have wheels? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, "That's a great title."
0: <laughs> and all I need to I really address do like that. It. the more you think about it, the more it's like, "Wait, actually, it doesn't really make any sense." Yeah.
1: I really, I really had a lot of fun making that episode, and I was really happy to hear uh, feedback from two people. Once, I was just walking around um, Chelsea Market in New York, and the security guard came up and was like, "My church group watches that video because it's such a wonderful look at like this the uniqueness of creation." And, like literally a week You're before. Like Richard Dawkins had tweeted out my video because it was such a great demonstration of natural selection. And I'm like, yeah, wow. <laughs> and this was, this was made back in like 2011 or something. So the, the debate around evolution and all of that was a little hotter, Yeah, but I never used the word evolution in the video. I talk about, well, look, you know, if you're, if you're surviving well and you're reproducing and your kids have a lot of success and they right. have a lot of kids, then eventually there's going to be more members of your species like you. I just didn't use the words that made people turn off. Right. Yeah. And so look, I was hearing from a very diverse group of people that loved and learned from the episode simply because of the vocabulary
0: mm-hmm. I yeah. used. You were like staying away from things that they sort of had had kind of compartmentalized as a...
1: Yeah, CGP Grey said a great thing that has been credited to me, but I- I'm pretty sure he's the one who told me this. And he was like, you should always, always overestimate like how smart your audience is. People are smart, but you should underestimate their vocabulary, because once you start using mm. words to cover whole concepts, that's when you lose people, either because they don't actually know what it means or because they've learned that it's complicated mm. or that it's bad. So instead, just treat them like they're really smart, but don't hide behind a principle of least action. And you, if you don't know what that is, look it up. Mm. You've lost them. Instead. Mm start at the beginning. Yeah. And people who it's totally new to, they will appreciate that. People who are you know, physics professors, they'll also appreciate the breakdown and, and, and the explanation being intuitive. It's like trying to learn how to code. I've been trying to learn that recently. <laughs> and then it's like, you have to,
3: they say like, yeah, okay, so just download these dependencies. And you're like, well, what's a dependency? Right. How do I download it? What is all, what's Java? <laughs> why? Yeah, <laughs> why, why, Yeah. Exactly. why, why, so- why?
0: Wait, actually, uh, you have a kid Yeah. Um, You know, do they ask why a lot? All the time. I feel like if there was any dad in the world who had a kid who was why, 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 you'd probably be the best at. uh, Yeah, Yeah. You you should talk to
1: my family and my wife about this because, yeah, I do feel an immense responsibility to always answer the why questions. Yeah. Because that's my job. How <laughs> oh, terrible yeah. would it be if your dad was me, and when you asked why, I said just because.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I can and just imagine? Because I don't. Because want to do I mean, so. my dad would yeah, at make least, stuff
2: up
3: sometimes, but at,
2: he would answer me all the time. Like at, he, at, Yeah. At least you now you have a repository of work that if she does ask questions, you can instead that's of saying right. just look it up, you go I've answered it, um, and you send her a link. That's right. That's right. <laughs> look, my my TED talk was about
1: the the why game, yeah. the fact that you can just always ask why, yes. but I don't always know why, mm. but it's still important rather than saying just because, to say, I actually don't know, let's mm-hmm. look it up, yeah. or Maybe. why do you think,
2: mm. Yeah,
1: and allow them to do some reasoning. Yeah. <sighs> you just always end up at, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. It It often, Sometimes well, I feel like I've answered it and she'll still be like, why? And I'm like, well, because if we didn't eat food, we wouldn't be alive. Why? Well, <laughs> you know, and, and you get into metabolism and all of this. And eventually it's just like, well, because if we didn't eat, we wouldn't be around to be asking this question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now you're talking about death, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> to, it to, often a <laughs> to a child. Yeah.
0: How often does this happen?
1: Oh, every
3: day. It's,
0: oh,
1: no. <laughs> every it day. It seems
3: kind of fun almost, you know? I think I would enjoy that. For a little bit maybe. Maybe.
1: It, yeah, it hasn't It hasn't gotten old. Yeah. Um, I do think that sometimes she says why when what she really means is I want you to keep telling me stuff. Mm. She's not actually asking for the reason behind what I just said. She just wants to learn more. Because sometimes there isn't really a thing that she's asking why about. Um, so yeah, I do like a Q and A after story time at night, (laughs) we read stories and then we turn out the lights and it's Q and A time. And she can just say, ask a question and my wife and I will, will answer so far. Her questions are things like what happens if you, Pee on a cat. <laughs> you know, they're not. They're not like yeah. you know textbook questions. But then we'll That's be like, a well, question. you know, I'm curious. I mean, yeah. I don't know the I answer. Know. I don't here's, know the answer either.
3: Here's a cat, and then this is called a control, and now this is called. Yeah. This is, and so, and this is,
1: so we're going to do an experiment. We're yeah. going to get our cat in here, and we're going to see what happens. Um, let's take some notes and make sure we need to make sure we have a control. It's yes. fine. We have two yeah. cats. Yeah. So, write okay. it down. Otherwise, it's not Kay. science. She's a visual learner. I understand. But yeah, they're almost always about poop and pee. (laughs) the basics (laughs) what if you poop out a (laughs) cat well there was one time she asked like can you poop out your mouth and I said "Uh, that's not typical but I do think that there are you know scenarios and where medically feces could come out the mouth I've seen that episode of house before right so I started explaining that like well in rare circumstances my wife was like maybe we could tell her about that later (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's funny because like to worry about. a kid is asking that question just because they like are genuinely curious mm-hmm. too, yeah. and it really this it's sort of you, they you... can't handle the answer. Well, <laughs> well <yeah.
1: laughs> don't know I that think yet. you need to you need to be really careful about it because like look to a YouTube audience, I need to be really precise. Like there there could be a way in which this might happen, but it's it happens once in a billion people. Yeah. It feels like I'm not telling the the child the full truth by saying, no, you don't poop. Poop cannot come out of your mouth. But that's really what she wants to know. She wants to know how the body works.
3: You have
1: to look into her questions a little bit
3: more than
0: just what she's... What era of Vsauce would you have posted a video titled, Can You Poop Out Your Mouth?
1: any era any era any era
0: (laughs) that's what it is i feel like like that video might do well (laughs)
1: i've never i've only changed what i'll do because of uh, audiences changing Mm. you know i don't do the countdown videos about Mm. you know hottest video game characters (laughs) because (laughs) other people do that better and there's other places for it but i haven't And they're all hot nowadays and they're all (laughs) they're all hot nowadays (laughs) we're getting and also it's unfair to even it's so subjective yeah um, who is hot? Like, I think today I would do more of a like, what is hot? Mm. I did look into whether people are getting hotter. <laughs> and this was one of the first times I'd looked into a question and actually decided that it wasn't worth doing. Because you might say, look, if attractive people have more yeah. kids, then shouldn't, through natural selection, the human race become more attractive? Problem is that, there's just really no way to study it. It's too subjective. It's yeah. too subjective. Attractiveness like has changed If you, if you brought so back much.
3: George Washington he was to hot. now, would, hot. would he think that I'm hot? Smash your
0: past But George so Washington. much of his
1: hotness would also depend on the cultural norms. Like exactly. His hair and even his body teeth, type, the way he dresses, the way he presents himself, yeah. those would all be things tailored to his world, not ours. But then there's a lot of other factors too, like do attractive people have more kids? In order for this to be naturally selected, their kids will also have to have more kids. And being hot or not is not like the deciding factor about whether you mm-hmm. pass on your genes. So there I've was- I've seen this documentary about this called Idiocracy. Yeah. <laughs> and Idiocracy is really, in my opinion, more a movie about people being misled. They're not dumb people. They have just been told by all yes. powerful forces that plants need Brondo. Yeah, you know they've been taught that reading is bad. They didn't discover that. They didn't get born and feel that reading is bad. They were told it by authorities. Yeah, they had a bad start. Yeah, I I I don't agree (laughs) with the message of like, oh, we need more smart people to have kids. It's like we just yeah. Well, the whole we need to be careful what we teach.
0: Mm -hmm. Teach them to be smart
1: (laughs) and to to value thinking and to value.
0: Curiosity,
1: yeah. yes.
0: How do you feel about like uh, memorization in schools? I feel like we've been talking a lot about schools oh, yeah. recently. Yeah. Like, like, do you have any sort of uh, like education takes or like any thoughts on how people? I, learn I would love here? to be
1: a teacher. I think what they do is incredible. Yeah.
0: I, I'm,
1: I do nothing like what they do. I get to make a video about you know, can you eat poop if you cook it first? Yes. And that's <laughs> not part answer? of a curriculum. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, like if you burned it up to ashes, yeah. you're just mainly eating carbon. You could, you could you probably eat your own it? poop, um, but you shouldn't eat another person's
0: mm. poop. Um, how do you, th- I, I, I Welcome to like fifth grade. You see, I mean, I'm, I'm not really. I, I'm trying to coin a term, I don't know if it's happened yet or if it's someone already did it, but uh, edible versus eatable. Okay. Like eatable, you could eat you know, poop, you could eat sand, you could eat maybe glass, but edible is like it would hurt you or kill you. Oh,
1: uh, so is there actually a distinction between yeah. those words or
2: are you developing I don't know. I,
0: I feel like every time I look it up, there's really no clear distinction, but I like the idea of it being, I mean, I should probably do something.
2: In my head, edible was always like, it's, it's potentially a food. Yeah, that's what I think. But eatable is like, are you physically can capable you put it, in your your it inside like you, yeah. your body? Okay, right. So like those little
1: cameras that, that are pills that you swallow, yeah. Yeah. those are eatable. Yeah, they can go in the body, but they're not edible because your body doesn't process
2: yeah, it. Yeah, that that would be my like
3: feeling. Or could you like it's a rock? It's too big to fit in your mouth, so it's not eatable. But if you process
2: it, it's edible. No, I'm saying it's edible would be something that's like you can you can reasonably eat for like sustenance.
0: Yeah, so it says, so it is on Merriam-Webster, it says, fit or able to be eaten, but I still think that it doesn't quite... But did you look up edible? Uh, I think edible is, it says they're kind of used interchangeably. Yeah, they just. I mean, they sound like the same thing to me. Edible. Edible. Edible is fit to be eaten. So I think that they're kind of like used in the same way. Yeah. Right. But
1: you would like them to have slightly different meanings. Because we've got two different properties. Yeah. Eatable, I could put it in my mouth and swallow it. Edible is like it is. I mean, I feel like the medical world mm. already has words like this is an oral device mm-hmm. or this is an internal. I, I don't know what the word is, but they might not say edible because you don't chew it right. and your intestines mm. don't take stuff out of it. But it is supposed to pass through. Yeah. Like, like, a, like an antacid or something
0: not it th- it's is- just
1: like
3: calcium carbonate so you don't really like process mm. it it just kind of neutralizes right you know it's kind of just like a physical thing in your body
0: but what about something that does nothing like sand like eating a rock yeah, you could do that you my dogs eat- do that all the time
1: <laughs> 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 yeah my dogs so eat poop too you're saying like <laughs> sand a little bit of sand is eatable. Yeah. But it's not an edible
0: right. It's material. Right. It doesn't do anything. It just, you, you could put it in your mouth. You could swallow it. It <clears> comes <throat> out. It doesn't do anything inside of you. So what is not edible? Like maybe uh, this table in its entirety. Right. Okay. Now, wait a second. <laughs> but like, if I'm you broke it up into little pieces, you could eat it.
1: Eatable? Yeah, yeah, like my rock analogy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to think that edible means more like safe to eat. Eatable yeah, means... Right. Could you physically get it yes. into your stomach? Yeah. yeah, I think. Like, you know, um, yeah, poisons maybe. are eatable. But they're not edible. But they're not edible. Yes.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Wait, what is the purpose of this? You're just curious. I just think that we, I, I just, it's, you know, it's something that I want to talk about. I don't think I've ever heard somebody use the word eatable before. Yes,
2: because it doesn't have a, when, like when, a distinct purpose. Whenever anyone said eatable, they go, oh, you mean edible. Yeah, right. they think that you're saying it yeah. wrong. But, yeah. I, but, but eatable is a
1: word, yeah. Huh? In, it is, but it, I don't
0: think it quite exactly means this, but, like, it does. To me, it makes sense that like I could eat it, but it would be bad for me, right. which makes it not edible, but still I could eat it. You could eat it, yeah. right. I could not eat a
1: black hole. Yes. <laughs> it could eat you. It could eat but it's eating a thing that you have to be an organic living creature to do. What wow. is eating? It's a social construct. Is eating real? People would know what you're talking. Do about. trees eat sunshine and oxygen? Oh shit. Do I eat the air that I breathe? No, I think we. I keep, it's the process of like ingesting through a digestive
0: system. Or something. Wait, what would you call trees when they are absorbing CO2 and sunlight?
3: breathing would be a
0: better analogy, breathing maybe because um but they're not really what it,
1: turning oxygen into it's more like what is that process called
0: um is this is photosynthesis photo, yeah
1: they're photosynthesizing yeah.
0: so is that like but you would be like digesting yeah so like getting the food in is eating so photosynthesis would be like digestion how would like well, yeah i mean so, are they think, eating sunlight? Yeah. Are they eating? They're, e- CO2? they're
3: taking carbon, and they use
1: sunlight to turn it into glucose or some kind right. of. So they're changing the the molecules,
0: yeah. which yeah.
2: is
1: kind of like what we do when we digest stuff. So they're when they take in the molecules, but it's like
2: reverse metabolism. It yeah, is. It's, it is. It is reverse.
1: Yeah. But the um, but chlorophyll and hemoglobin, I believe, are really similar
2: molecules. Yeah.
3: I think. Or is it like uh, closer to? The mitochondria type thing. Well, cause the chlorophyll makes the energy the
1: mitochondria-
0: Is the powerhouse. There
1: we go, of the cell.
0: <laughs> Same with the balls of the powerhouse Whatever. We just,
1: <laughs> we just made up these words. I once yeah. asked a, a paleontologist in a video, I was like, is a hyena a cat or a dog? Because they have dog and cat traits.
0: Mm. And yeah.
1: he was like, we make up these
0: terms. At some point it just doesn't matter it's, anymore. It, it's,
1: just, it's just to help us. It's yeah. not like the hyena or or God has some answer. Like, oh, you got that right. Yeah. Plants digest sunlight. You got it right. It's more like you guys invented digestion. You figure
0: it out. Yeah. This, this is my official petition to change eatable into something you can eat that could be poisonous. And edible is something you can eat that is not poisonous. I expect to see Wikipedia I, articles updated. I'm petitioning right now. I don't know if there's an official form I can fill out. I'm, I'm aggressively going to pursue this. This is going to be my, what's that book that they have for kids It's like Frindle or something where they rename the pen? Yeah. This is my I've, Frindle moment. That's so
1: fun. I was literally reading Frindle last night because really? we were looking for books to read to our daughter and I pulled out a bunch of books that I liked as a kid and I was reading Frindle. Huh.
0: I'm going to write one called eatable. Is eatable. it Eatable.
1: I've never heard of Frindle. Have you?
3: No. Oh. All, right.
0: All right. Thank you everybody for listening to our very good podcast. Thank you very much. Michael, Mr. Vsauce himself. If you want to go check him out, you just type in the words Vsauce. Anything else? You, any? Yeah, check out Corndog Willie on TikTok. Corn Dog Willie on TikTok. Is that your TikTok handle? That's my TikTok handle. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> okay, wait. Where did corn come from? Where did the corn come from? I need to know where the corn came from.
1: I don't really know. Um, Do you like corn? I, I, yeah, I like corn. Just my, casually? My dad used to sing this song like while he was peeing. He'd be like, <laughs> "Corn Dog Willie was a friend of mine." And you, th- is this real? Yeah, I thought it was like a song. Yeah. And I I like searched it one day, and the only usage of it was me singing it on the H three podcast. <laughs> no. And so I think my dad just made this but up. But he only did it when he peed. I only remember him singing it while he peed. And corn so dog Willie. He only. I think he would. Make up different lyrics uh, every, every time, time. Okay. but it always involved someone named Corn Dog Willie. He's, t- he's probably talking about his wiener. He could have been. <laughs> I certainly <laughs> never There's thought that peed. as a kid, but I started to find that just a really funny phrase. You know, yeah. corn, and corn we named Dog our Willie. cat Corn, <laughs> and <laughs> we were really embarrassed. What color is your cat? <laughs> Gray. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, when we when we got Corn. We thought that, like, the vet would not think we were taking Good the responsibility him. seriously. Yeah. So we said, Oh, his name's actually Cornelius, but no, they it's corn. corn. <laughs>
3: yeah, I named
0: my cat Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> they didn't care. His at cat's all. name or his
1: dog's name is Worm. Worm. <laughs> yeah, that's great. We've got another cat named Pickle, and our next one I want to call Spinach.
0: <laughs> just a vegetable. Just vegetables.
1: But yeah, and then I just started, you know, really embracing corn and people didn't understand why and that's I mean, what i want to do yeah. Yeah. i want to make people them. curious Yeah,
0: curious and confused
1: and then on tiktok i joined so late like every version of my name Vsauce, they were all taken oh. so i'm corndog willie and i like <laughs> i like that because i think yeah. it's also it's important to be able to have new shows yeah where this isn't the official Vsauce tiktok this is corndog willie this, corn this is different
0: you don't expect the same thing from me and if you do you're an idiot
1: yeah exactly
0: Thank you very much. Go check out uh, Corn Dog Willy on TikTok, Vsauce on YouTube, electric, f-
1: pants on electric Pants on Instagram, <laughs> Tweet Sauce on Twitter, Tweet Sauce on Twitter, Twat Sauce on Twitter, Vsauce HQ on Facebook. It used to be Vsauce Gaming
2: because that's <laughs> what Vsauce
1: what did, was. Yeah. It was a gaming channel. So I made the Facebook account Vsauce Gaming. I just changed it like literally three days ago.
0: And you're just posting recut versions? Are you doing all that?
1: Uh, I haven't done that yet but I do want to sit down and cut up my videos I, I was talking with Kevin and Studio 71 about doing it uh, having them oh, do having it them do, yeah. but I'm like I kind of want to do this I want to sit down and just watch all my videos mm. clip out bits and I don't know kind of learn about myself um, like, but I, right now I'm, I'm putting reels on Facebook
0: yeah do you like watching your old videos or do you think it's interesting to see a video you haven't like seen in a long time
1: Sometimes I really don't like doing it, but sometimes I'm in a mood and I, I do learn a lot about like how I've changed. Um, It kind of blows my mind to watch episodes that I made in the past where they're like a lot shorter and they really just go all over the place. And I'm like, wow, Hmm. that really was just, I looked at all my browser tabs that were open and I said, okay, here's the video. We're doing everything. everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I, I, maybe I should start doing more of that. Because yeah, kinda... it, it definitely is faster than saying, "Okay, this is going to be the video about ontology." Yeah. Instead, just be like, "Oh yeah," in um, an, an unrelated note. Yeah. Um, here's this cool color. You know. I kind of like that.
0: I really. I kind of feel like I should. I should do more yeah. of exactly just that casual. Like, here's an idea. Let's try something weird. Trying not to make too big of a deal out of it. I yeah, feel. I think the format that it has to work
1: this way. The title must be the first thing you discuss. You get to an answer, and then you just do whatever you want. Yeah. And that's what I wound up doing with, did people used to look older? I was like, well, I can, I can answer that in whatever it was, five or six minutes, eight minutes. Then I'm going to start talking about faces, and then I'm going to okay. talk about age and what age do people wish that they were, and yeah.
0: how does that change throughout your life? And then I talked about dreams. Is there an answer to that? What age do people wish they were? I feel like there's that's gotta be a pretty interesting answer, actually.
1: Yeah, well, if you survey people of all ages, the average age that people want to be is 20. 36. 36?
0: 36. Really? What?
2: Yeah. I would have guessed like early 20s, 20. 20. 20. <laughs> like 25, no, 23. I, my interpretation would be everyone who's been past their 30s knows that their 20s were kind of like mm. you're you're spending so much time trying to figure out who and what you are and what you're doing. So usually by the time at least you hit 30, you kind of have an Never idea. Figure it out, so yeah. I think most people older than 30 don't want to go back to their 20s. All the 30-year-olds listening to this who have nothing figured out are panicking right now. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: it's,
1: it's fascinating
2: because in the United
1: States, everyone under 21 wishes they were older. Yeah. Okay. And everyone yeah. over twenty-one, which is they were younger to some degree. Over, yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Over right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um. But thirty-six. It's the, the researchers that that wrote a whole paper mm. about this explained that like at thirty-six, people do not report being the happiest.
2: Mm.
1: But their their hypothesis was that when you're around that age, you have a lot of responsibilities and stress, and so later on in life, that's when you look back and realize that you were needed. Mm. It might not have been fun while you were doing it, but oh. your boss, your kids, yeah. your partner, they all needed you it, and it was stressful, but man, you had a that's, reason. That's almost the worst reason to want to be uh, yeah.
0: That's so interesting. I feel like I feel like that's like the just entire existence in life is, is thinking things are bad, but then they're actually good, but they're good because they're a little bit bad. They're like bad that's in right. the right way.
1: They're, they're bad in just the right yeah. way. And then when you're super old... You don't have the same stresses. Yeah. But no one's knocking on your door. Right.
0: And it's actually somehow maybe worse. It's kind of, yeah. And
1: you think that like <laughs> having to leave work and have your boss be mad because your daughter had to go to the doctor and all of this, it all revolved around you were needed. Yeah.
0: Mm. Now no one needs you because you're old and stinky. <laughs> and that's
1: something that we should think a lot about as a society. Yeah. Um, so yeah, growing old is really, really fascinating to me. That's why the Alzheimer's Association is the the, the our big charity. Are you doing another one? Because I think you, I saw a video you did with them like six years ago mm-hmm. or
3: something. But is this like a yearly thing you do?
1: Well, yeah, I've been talking to a researcher who's been looking into loneliness and dementia. And they find that actually like... Being alone doesn't connect, but really? feeling alone okay. does Wow. to, to uh, the onset of dementia.
3: That's interesting.
1: Because I feel like I have uh, like two elderly people with dementia on
3: my street, and they both are, to me, isolated. Mm. And I'm like, I wonder if there is a connection there because, it, you know, maybe.
2: You I, know? I think it's like what Michael said. Like, being alone is different than feeling alone. Like, yeah. For example, like my grandmother... She is, like when my grandfather passed away, she never remarried. So she was alone for a long time. But I remember um, my mom once said, because my brother, my older brother's moving out. It was like, oh, your grandmother's alone a lot. Maybe like your brother could move in with her and take the basement. And know who didn't want that? My grandmother. Hmm. She She freaked She wanted to be alone. She goes, oh my God. Then I'll have to, she goes, I don't want, I don't have to live with like a 20 year old. She goes, I want my space. Yeah. Yeah. And my grandmother, like, growing up, spent all of her time taking care of us. Like, it was nothing against my brother. It was, she was like, no, I want to hang out with my friends. Like, so she spent a lot of time alone, but she liked it. Right, interesting. Even now, she lives She lives alone. But it's like, she has so much stuff to do that she's told... She doesn't told, feel like... No, she, she feels... close, though? She lives across the street from oh, me, yes, actually, yeah. now. Now it's she like does. It's like she has a support network and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's like she can get help and see anybody she wants whenever, but she lives alone in her condo. And she said, she's like, I don't want anyone living with me. Hmm. Does she have dementia or anything? No, she's, yeah, she's, yeah. dude, she's, she's, she's almost 90. She's Japanese, yeah. Yeah. And she's yeah. just, she'll do things where she goes, one day we're at the office. She, my mom's like, oh, she's going to come by. I'm like, how's she getting here? She in my car. Oh, she's walking. Right. It's like two kilometers almost. And then she goes, oh, it's on the way. Cause she's walking to a store. It's like an hour and a half walk. I'm like this is this is more exercise than I do and my grandma's 90 the japanese side of our our family
0: uh is the grandmother she's like 103 <laughs> yeah, <geez.
3: laughs> i also uh she's they so also old. never <laughs> their lights oh on. so they're they always are in the dark like they never turn the lights on at night oh, <laughs> oh, God.
2: Who, your grandparents? No, my neighbors. Okay. My neighbors,
3: and I didn't notice that till you one just, of them just, died, so they and then they, they turned the lights on, and I'm like, whoa, wait. They, they could have had the lights on this whole... They never had the lights on at night, not once.
1: Wow, so it's like pioneer days. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing <laughs> that my they grandparents would it. do. We, we would not turn on... We would use no electricity all day, so you had to eat dinner. It's often, like, getting quite dark, yeah. and then you can stay up if you want. You can use candles, but it's a great kind of meditative exercise. No, see, because now I think there's some kind of, like some
3: kind of link between darkness and dimension. Well, so I keep the lights on. the 5G that the lights, lights, on. <laughs> the 5G, the, the lights yeah. emit.
1: I think you feel really connected to the earth if you don't use electric lights and you just kind of realize, hey, it's going to be dark now. Yeah. Let it, what if I just allow it to be dark? Yeah.
0: We kind of did that up at the silver mine.
2: Yeah. Mm. There's something we freeing up, about it.
0: Yeah, we were we just up at a silver mine in the Mojave. A guy runs the YouTube channel. Uh, it's called the Cerro Gordo Silver Mine. And there's power there. But it really is. You're very much incentivized to, to not to use start, it. Yeah, like yeah. To start shutting down, kind of as you as it starts getting darker. Because it's like, even though there's lights, it's still like not a lot of light. There's like
3: maybe like two incandescent bulbs in each yeah. house.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay.
1: Well, I, I I love it here at this office. If I'm working late, I try to go as long as I can without using lights yeah. because I just I like the dark.
0: That change. I
3: don't. I don't mind like the night but waking up in the morning i'll take a shower in like the pitch black because i'm not ready to, to wake huh. up yet yeah 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 I'm Like
1: what?
3: <laughs> yeah. have you ever done that no like, there's something so jarring about turning on the lights and it's like this bright blue light and you, you like just kind that of, yeah
0: that's sick you're sick
1: no wait what
3: no, you no like he likes lights? being in the dark oh
0: the yeah, dark's I like great the dark. i thought you said you like the lights coming no, I, I, hate waking, by them.
2: I hate waking up in the dark do
3: i you have
1: do you have a nice soft lamp
3: Do you know what I use? I mean, I always kind of wake up like right at sunset or sunrise anyway, Mm. so I just kind of like to, you know.
0: Our our toilet? Yeah, right. Our toilet has like a nightlight. It's like a mm. fancy bidet. So when you walk in front of it, it opens up and the nightlight turns on. Mm-hmm. Like I will, if I go to the bathroom like at night, I, I will try to like do everything and brush my teeth before that nightlight goes off. Like I really like the sort of soft, just that light, just only that light, yeah, soft light in the bathroom. Like even if I go and take a shower, Chelsea will sometimes come in and turn the light on, and I'm like, turn the light off. Like even if it's like daytime, it's just like I don't like. It, I don't know what
2: it is. Like maybe I just I like I night like owl or something. I like retina burning. You do. You sick. You six six. Like six. I, I would, at my office, I just crank. I just crank I like up. being just like no shadows. Nothing. Well, you
0: guys also don't get any sun up where you're at. Yeah, I
2: mean, at the I mean, North in the pole. summer we do. Just the but, winter it gets yeah, like yeah. It's the same here actually. Is it really. The, it's, I took one, it's one of those. It's not that different. Twenty
3: three in Me tests, mm-hmm. and I have one of the uh, genes for Alzheimer's disease. Oh, but, you do. Yeah, the APOE three, I think it is that oh, gives shoot. you a slightly increased risk. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, so you're, you're so now you're up up all the lights so he's so trying I'm to build up his collection of dangerous tools. Yeah, him. so I
1: mean, it's good to know because yeah. we 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 know a lot about prevention. Yeah, and you know, keeping your brain mm-hmm. active and and feeling needed and and not alone.
3: Yeah. I know. I've gone. Trust me. I've gone over all of it. You have the
0: hundreds of dogs. Multiple
1: times. I keep
2: going over it. Hundreds of dogs. All the links are purple, but I don't remember <laughs> clicking them. <that. laughs> Kevin, I think honestly, I think the rabies is going to get you way before the Alzheimer's. Yeah, that squirrel just, rabies. Just keep
0: building your collection of dangerous tools, and then you know the time will come when you. When I forget that you this forget one's dangerous how it works and it
2: sucks you in. Okay, and then you you don't have to worry about anything.
0: What side of the family did that come from?
3: Uh, probably my grandma, my grandparents, Send her an or my mom's saying, side. Thank you for this. but it's rare. It's like only her mom and her aunt had it and then nobody else has had it. Okay.
0: So I'm too terrified to get a test like that. Yeah. I don't, I'll just, whatever happens happens. (laughs)
3: But honestly, if you live to like, you know, 65, 70, 80, I mean like you're, you're living like pretty good longer than most people.
1: Yeah. I want to know what's after dementia because we used to, you know, not be driving the ship of our survival. Mm-hmm. And then we, we, we really have done a lot with heart disease. Yeah. And then cancer became a bigger oh, thing. We're living yeah. long enough now that cancer is an issue and yeah. we're, we're making progress or we're, we're improving quality of life and, and outcomes, mm-hmm. but eventually you're going to hit this dementia wall. They're all behind the natural selection shadow. Like yeah. these are not things that we had to evolve to avoid, because you yeah. can have kids and reproduce before, before you get these, cancer. You know, this this reminds happen,
0: yeah. me of uh, my like electronics courses for like digital engineering, where you were doing something called a Carnot map, where you take all the possibilities of like a binary system mm-hmm. and you condense it down into logic gates. And one of the things you would do is if you didn't necessarily need every output. So like let's say you have you know three bits, right, which gives you uh, eight. Possibilities, Or, that you know, you have, you have one, two, three, you have eight choices. Um, if you need to rep a system that only has, let's say, five choices, you, know, you can't use two bits, which would be four. You have to use three. Right. But that leaves you three open options. No more So options. You, can, you can simplify the system by just letting those options become whatever you want. Hmm. And so you don't, you don't try to force them to be anything. You just say you can be whatever because we're never going to get there. Hmm. And it kind of yeah. makes me think it's like very, very similar of like you've been built to be a certain way, like you've sort of evolved over time, but it never really worried about what happened at the end because it didn't matter because you'd never get there. And so you essentially everything you do now works up until you turn about, you know, what, 60, 70, yeah. 80. And then all of a sudden so I can imagine like once you sort of fix that problem, what the
1: hell is going to fall yeah, apart yeah. after that? Yeah, once we're living to one hundred and fifty, yeah. what are we gonna? Oh, your nose turns blue. Your skin yeah. just falls off. <laughs> skin falls yeah. off. You grow wings and can fly. Yeah. I don't know. It probably won't be something cool like that. <laughs> I, <don't know.
0: laughs> I think it's gonna be the skin falling off. But it might be. Yeah. Or is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you everybody for watching. Uh, thank you to everyone on Patreon who allows us to uh, do stupid things. Um, we just filmed this uh, Santa video. We tried to see who was the best mall Santa. Yeah. Okay, that was fun. We uh, went up to Silver Mine. We bought two cars and converted them to be off-roading machines and drove up to a yeah. mine. So people send us money and we do really dumb things with it. So, Nigel, do you want to eat a name?
2: No. Okay. <laughs> Is this name eatable or edible? Okay, I'll
0: grab one of the names and then I'll give you, and you eat it. <laughs> Now fart, fart it out, fart nah. it out, <laughs> fart it out. Just make it kind of like a cloud come out on the side. <laughs> Whoa, nice fart! Yeah. Uh, oh All yeah, right, thank you everybody. Go check out Patreon. Uh, we've got exclusive content there or, or stuff that comes out early. Um, and thank you very much. Yeah. My pleasure to thank the, you for to having the sauce me. Sauce himself. Have you ever considered making like a sauce? Did you ever make? You have to have done this. Did <laughs> yeah, you yeah. This? I
1: made a I made a V sauce with Jamie Oliver. Okay. With green tomatillos. Did you sell it? No, we tried to, and they wanted to, like, you know, do a Kickstarter, and I just wanted them to make it, you know. But the recipe is in the video. Go look
0: it up. If you had sauce, I'd buy the sauce. Thank you. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it.